Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. I wish I could tell you a list of all the things that I have heard in my lifetime. Many shut up and deep inside there is a volcanic resentment. There's many women at this point, or if it's a man, it, the man... Jezebel's spirit is never used against the woman. Then it's used against a higher authority. People of higher authority is where a man is used as a Jezebel spirit, but never against the woman. So the man, what he does, in this, in this case, he just shuts up. But within, he is seething. <laughs> and the next thing you know, it's some of these people that go on the phone, and they will just run their wife down to the... But what the mystery is next to her, you would never know that he is not in full support of her. That's an Ahab. He's wounded. He's hurt. He's looking for approval. He's looking for somebody to, I love you anyways. I like you. You're fine. You're fine. Because if I do not show that, especially in public, especially in front of people, if I do not show that I love her, I'll get challenged when I get home. Might not even be verbal, but it might be some other way. But they'll withhold their love. They'll do things, but not easily. This is a Jezebel spirit. Ahab. I want to talk about Ahab. Then, and what I'll do is I'll try to classify Ahab's and Jezebel's. This is why Ahab's are Ahab's. They have often an inferior personality. And because of this, this is one of the reasons I'm writing this book about generational decisions. They're often Ahabs are born in very strong homes where the husband is extremely dominant or also can be where the woman rules the home. And they learn to find acceptance in shutting up. And that's who they become. They normally become quieter people. Not always, but an Ahab typically becomes more quiet. Not always. You can't look at people that are quiet and say, oh, it must be an Ahab. No, no. You only will know this. Because I find that also in tall. People that are tall, especially men that are tall, they normally are a little bit more quiet. Why? Because their head sticks out everywhere and they're, they're wanting to be more like this. It's part of the nature of how we are born and how we are raised. And short people are normally the ones that speak loud because nobody hears them. So they speak loud. They want to be heard. It's normally the way it is, not always. Here's another thing that this spirit will do. As I sit, as I stand here and I speak before you, this spirit will also say like this, It'll try to dissect little things. Well, that's not me. This is not me. This is not me. I'm just asking you to look at the results. What is coming out of your life is how you will have to decide, make a decision, whether you're bitten with this thing. Inferior personalities. And because of this inferior personality, it makes them desire acceptance. Now that can be because I am really small, or because I'm really tall, or because I'm really overweight, or because I'm really skinny, or everybody else in between. 
But when there is some kind of a thing that makes you a bit inferior, could have been that you were raised in a home, that you had a lot of mis, may I call it this way, a lot of misfortune, a lot of things that went wrong in your home, in your life, and so forth. And you were brought up in the people that were the underdog all the time. Those are prime people for Ahab's. Or the extreme opposite. And it's not only those, they can happen everywhere. Rejection, and what happens is, he looks at rejection as being something that is absolutely unbearable. I'll stand before you as a man today that was the perfect candidate to be an Ahab. In the way I was raised, in the things I have gone through, in the rejections that I have faced, many times I could have been assaulted and dwindled down to, I just... I just want to walk away and walk around like this and be a Mr. Nobody the rest of my life. Because everything I do, I'm accused of. Everywhere I walk, I'm looked at. Everything that is said is always... You see what I'm saying? Because of all the persecution that I've endured down through the years, I would have been the perfect candidate for an Ahab. And my wife, as a result, would have been the perfect candidate for a Jezebel. Because of the inferior personality, often desire strong women and sense of accomplishment. If you already have this in your home, if you already qualify to have the stature of an Ahab, you're going to be attracted to stronger women, women that have more of a leadership role. Why? Because you can hide behind them. Because you just want approval. I see that. It's very obvious. Ahab are often wounded people because of being pushed back or ruled with a strong hand. And under that, they learn to function as nobodies, as underachievers, seldom finding approval from others. In fact, they just want the approval of the one that they can hide behind. That's an Ahab. And Ahab is never very strong spiritually. Jezebel is extremely strong spiritually. And Ahab will hardly even carry his own weight. They learn to be passive. Oh well. Their strength is to sit still, like we hear about in, in uh, Ezekiel. And an Ahab will always say this. Listen to it. You might, you might have qualified for an Ahab up to this point, but listen to this, another one that he will say, it's, it's my fault, it's always my fault. Especially between husband and wife, when he's quick to say, it's my fault, it's my fault. He is just telling you, I don't want you to open that venom pit and speak against me fiery darts. I want that thing to be quiet. And so it's my fault, it's my fault, my fault, my fault. And you walk away seething and say, it's not my fault. I could never open my mouth. And that's where the telephone call goes out. And that's where the moments sit, where I sit in my desk and somebody sits in front of me being extremely frustrated about their marriage. Can you talk to your wife about it? Oh, oh no, we ain't, no, we're not going there. It's an Ahab. The spirit of an Ahab. This is where Adam has lost his power. It's all my fault. Why? So that I can have peace. You see, Ahab is not a peacemaker. He's a peacekeeper. 
There's times the only way you can have peace is if you speak it and confront it right to what it is. That's not Ahab. He, he, he does not like, Ahab does not like, uh, he, he just, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like confrontation. I don't like confrontation. As an Ahab. Because he wants acceptance. He wants everybody to feel, that he, he wants, he knows his weakness and he knows his tendencies and he has these inner Lonelinesses that he faces that seldom other people face to that degree because he longs for something he could never be because he's squelched and he's the man that will go, will go home. Ahab today will go home and if his wife asks him, said, have I treated you like an Ahab? He will say, no, no. Ahab can't admit it and he will not admit it. Now, one thing Ahab will do, have you walked as an Ahab? Have you had the life of an Ahab? Well, I have to admit there's something to that. He can say that, but he could never admit that he's an Ahab. Are you hearing me? Yes. He says it's my, my fault. He'll do anything if he could be loved and accepted. Because, and it doesn't matter of who it is, but just someone that's stronger than him. In that case, it might be his wife. In that case, it might be leaders in place where you work at. Ahabs very seldom admit that they have a Jezebel in their life. Absolutely not, because they pair well. They pair well. How many of you men, this is, this is what an Ahab and a Jezebel typically feels. I want you to take a note of this. How many of you men have, during the day, on the way to, uh, from work, you were thinking about, you know what, I'd like to do something special to my wife. Just something very special. Um, I'm going to take her out to eat tonight. We're going to, I'm just, and you have all these romantic dreams of what you want to do, and, and you come home and you say, you know what, I'd like to, uh, want to go out to eat tonight. And she'll look and say, I don't have time. And it's like, may I do this thing? It's like taking a pin into a balloon. And the man walks away just kind of, all right. And next thing is, the woman will ask, well, what's wrong? Did I say something wrong? No, no. Ah, uh, Jezebel, you're wanting approval. Say, no, 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 oh, no. That was wrong. It was obvious. Look at my reaction. But no, 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 you didn't do anything wrong. A domineering spirit woman will also do this. What's wrong? You come home. What's wrong? Nothing. And you can know full well when a woman says nothing, nothing means something. Always. Because when she can say nothing, she knows her husband that he won't sit with that. I can get him to talk. Listen to me. If I say nothing, it's putting the note on the refrigerator door, do not open. And then he wants to open it. It's saying nothing's wrong. I'm going to find this out because I'm a man and you're not keeping it from me. I want to know. I want to know. And so this man starts and, and what, what does she have? She has control over him. Listen, women or men, if there is something wrong, don't say nothing. This is the stages where these little serpents start breeding in your life. 
And it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. There is something wrong. Don't lie against the truth. Be honest and say, yeah, I do have a problem. And I would like to share it with you. Today, before you left, or that phone call we made, you didn't say bye-bye to me. It can be something that small. It can be another little thing. I went past you on the road and didn't wave at me. It can be other things. You know what it takes to trigger that nothing off. Little, these little rattlesnakes that can put venom in you, that can make a marriage difficult or beautiful. It's not a normal message, is it? It's not what you've been hearing, but I, I was planning on concluding last Sunday and saying that's it for the series. And I went home and I said, I, I think that's it. And only one person that I know that I shared this part to why Adam yielded to Eve said, I think you need to, to finish that one. And I thought, well, it doesn't quite go with it, but we will see. And here we are. They only admit, Ahab's only admit the results of Jezebel in their own wounded life through pain and loneliness. If you're a man that goes through a lot of loneliness, you probably have a Jezebel in your life. And you're probably an Ahab. You go through some pains and things of misunderstandings where you, you just, it's just painful. And if your wife asks you, am I like that? You will, every time you'll say, no, 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 no. You are so wounded, you could never open to your wife because you know the consequences. And I, can, I, can, I could be very clear on the consequences. I will not do that. I understand that. I'm, I'm not a counselor, but I have counseled. And I used to say this, that I've put many more marriages together than I ever married. And I've been a pastor for 20, going on 28 years now, that I've been in this and dealing with people for many years on daily basis. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.